Yo, what's going on, man? This is Jack Freeman, the host of the Jack of All Trades podcast. Today, we have a special guest in the building. It is uh, We Were Wolves. We Were Wolves is a band that um, came all the way from Beaumont to come fuck with us in Houston, man. And they're uh, they're great guys, man. Um, first rock group that we've had so far. Um, they were gracious enough to bring a bottle of whiskey to uh, to the show and everything like that. So uh, we talked a lot about their origin. We talked a lot about um, what it's like just being a being a um, being an independent artist and having to travel and do do things and um, um, what it's like being in a group and what their process is for um, making music. We also do a lot of drinking on this podcast. This podcast is um, um, you. I, I almost want you to be 21 to really listen to this podcast because we drink so much that you might get drunk. Um, yeah, man. Uh, we want to shout out Devil's River Bourbon Whiskey for um, providing a bottle for us for this for this um, occasion. And um, if anybody's listening out there and they got their own they got their own bourbon and they got their own whiskey, they should come out and um you know drop us a bottle and 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 we'll be here, man. Todd's fat ass just walked in, <laughs> um, and um, I just want to you know thank him, man. We're gonna go now because the. We ran through the bottle. We ran through a bottle of. We 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 uh, <laughs> we ran through a bottle of Devil's Whiskey, um, Devil's River, man, and um and I feel great. We're we're doing great. Um, we talk about crazy um rose stories. We talk about crazy show stories and um things like that. So um and we talk about we talk about we talk about Todd being fat. So um. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, no, you fell off already? No, no, I'm just playing like you guys just do such an amazing job at doing things audible. And I like the way that you guys do things so people can hear the words coming from the microphone. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Todd. You're great. That's that's amazing. All right. I appreciate you guys, man, for listening, man. And before, without further ado, we're going to start the show right now. Jack of All Trades podcast. I am your host, Jack Freeman. We are here at the illustrious Brooklyn Athletic Club inside of the 75th and Canal trailer store. Tonight, or oh, it is Monday night, and we are at brunch here, 
a reverse brunch from 6 to 10. It's called Eating Brunch at Night on a Monday. It's such a such a uh, inventive way of. It's from Game of Thrones. It, it, yes, <laughs> yeah, that is exactly what it is. Game of Game of Scones. Even. Yeah, there you go. yeah, Game That's of Scones. Good. That's pretty. Yeah, I'm here all night, guys. So, um, we have today a guest, a special guest. So, we've had our first producer and videographer on the first episode. We had the uh, the first uh, our first athlete was the Nigerian national uh, bobsled teams federation uh, starter in Sean Adigan. Episode three we had our first rapper Slim Thug. Episode four we had our first photographer uh, Greg Noir. Episode five we had our first NFL player or ex-NFL player slash rapper slash uh, poet laureate in uh, Arian Foster. And tonight we have our first group of white people. (laughs) (laughs) Also our first rock group. Would you guys call it a rock group? Yeah, Yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? These are my friends. We were wolves. That is the name of the band. We were wolves, and we will get to that in a second because that's a very odd name, and I'm and I'm okay with that. So, if you guys want to go around and introduce yourselves and tell everyone what um, instrument you play, and um, give us your zodiac sign, we're not gonna do the zodiac sign. That's kind of weird. Um, okay. Yeah, let's go do it. Uh, I'm Zach, and I play the drums. I'm Michael Fry, and I play the bass. I'm Vince Prohoda, and I play guitar. I'm uh, Drew. I play guitar. Two guitars. Yes. Wonderful. This is great. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you you guys can move the mic to whatever. So, okay. Today's episode is a special episode because it is brought to you by Devil's River Bourbon Whiskey. Um, We have a wonderful bottle here. Courtesy, it's a fresh bottle. Like they're, yeah, it's a very fresh bottle. Make sure you report, uh, like record the the pop of the of the bottle. Okay, you, yeah. we're gonna open this up. Pop and we're gonna it. we're gonna sip. That was a good one. That was a good one. I'm pouring drinks today. I'm the the uh, motherfucking uh, bartender. There we go. That's what you call them. There you are. You got it. Nice little, you know. So what do you call this style of pour exactly? This is called the uh, get it done pour. <laughs> the get it done. Okay. Right, so nice little. jack of all trades, man. I tell you. I am oh, the jack man. of all trades. Let me tell you something, man. I pour drinks. I drink them. Uh, Shit, you broke Talk it. about them. And um, this is going to be great. So Thank you. take one, pass it around. There we go. I'm going to start the podcast off like this. This is good. All right. I can smell it as well. It smells, uh, it's 90 proof, actually. Ooh, good right. Lord. Oh, fuck. Are, are, we che- are we cheersing on this? Yeah, cheers. Yeah, cheers. Right, cheers. Cheers. Uh, cheers. Cool. Thanks cheers. for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. I'm sitting right down here. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Good God. 
That's what it sounds like. Do the whole thing. I gotta do the whole. That's what it sounds like to take a shot of whiskey. That was good. Thank you, Devil's Ripper. Jack's drunk already. Thank you, Devil's Ripper. I am not drunk. Yeah. Yeah. I am not drunk. So, we're gonna get to it, man. Um, I like to start my podcast off by asking everyone how they are doing. The reason why is because typically people are normally in really good spirits and people are, you know, uh, we always see the best of each other a lot of times. But no, and, and so sometimes you're that person that no one ever asks how they're doing. So I want um, to give everyone an opportunity to kind of like talk about, you know, things that they might be going through. Um, if they're feeling really good, tell us why. If they're feeling a little low, tell us why. If you're just, eh, I'm good, it's fine. Just let us know. How you guys feeling? Like Who wants to start? Or, or collectively, singular? as a it, individually, however you guys want. Zach. Uh, I'm pretty good. Uh, it's a Monday night, and I'm drinking beers, and we're taking shots of whiskey. Devil's River bourbon whiskey. Uh, and that's pretty rad. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like the way you. Uh, I like the way you're thinking here. Thank you. Mike. I'm gonna get real with it. Uh, my wife and I just found out we're having a baby, so. Whoa! Hell! I'm feeling real good. Nice. Is this the first one? Yep. That's dope, man. That's amazing. This is also a first on the podcast. No one has ever announced that their child will be born. The baby should be born in the 75th and Canal trailer store. I get a bathtub in here. Yeah, just put a bathtub in here and just breathe right on out at the Brooklyn Athletic Club. That'll be fun. Go ahead. I am doing well. I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking me that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Doing good, too. <laughs> <laughs> Collectively, I'd say we're doing uh, ah, It's all good. Yeah, yeah. man. How's the, how's the band going? Like, where, you know, how are things progressing for you guys? I know, like, me being an artist, I understand fully what the struggle is of being an artist a lot of times. So, how's that going? Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, it's going well. Uh, we just released a record uh, at the end of last year. Yes. Um, yeah, called Empty Plans. It's on, yeah. uh It's all digital, baby. Got you. Um, Got you. So we're just pushing that shit out. About to put, shoot a video. Uh, nice. We have an episode of uh, Things with Todd coming out. So Shout out to Todd. Yeah, to our boy Todd. And then just, you know, you, you know how it goes. You're just pushing all the time. You're just doing the thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I guess I want to go back to the origin of where We Were Wolves um, originated. I want to know how you guys started, how you guys met up. And I also want to know how the fuck did you get the name? Well, like, as far as, like, started goes, like, we've all kind of played music together, like, for a long-ass time. Okay. And so it was only, like, a matter of time until we all got together in the same group, like, to, you know, play music together. Yeah. Uh, but Drew and I got together uh, after one of his bands was splitting up, and uh, we decided to start Wolves, and then eventually Vince joined, and then Mike joined here most recently. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, but as far as the name goes, I mean, it was just kind of like we were booking shows without having a band name, and so we needed to kind of come up with something quick, and then somebody kind of suggested that. We're like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool, and just kind of went with that. So what made them suggest that? Like, 
what is it like? Is it just wolves or is it we were wolves? Uh, I think it was out of urgency. We just were, had had shows ready, you know. And yeah. So uh, our base at the time, we were just we already had a band name and it was taken by someone. Yeah. And so we were like, all right, well let's just pull some shit out of our ass and we made something up and then uh, used it and come to find out that's also taken. So yep. doesn't nice. matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, it, Nothing matters anymore with that. So, We Were Wolves is already taken too? Uh, there's so many there's variations. We Are it, yeah. Wolves, We Were Wolves, We Are Wolves, all, yeah. all of that. But, like, it was like this this push, like he said, for a push for a name. So, it's just like, what other mythical creature can we think of or whatever it was? Yeah. And then the bass player at the time, he was, uh, that was his dick. He was like, Jake Boy. Jake Boy. Yeah. He, uh, he was like, how about this? Or however he sounds very much exactly like Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yeah. Which well, I don't do a Jack Nicholson, but. I mean, he would appreciate that. Shout out, Jake. What's up? Yeah. Shout out to Jake. That's pretty cool, <laughs> yeah. man. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. I'm um, so I'm a solo artist, so I don't feel a lot in group things as far as like obviously like the most the most time I've spent in a group and wasn't really actually in the group was being around the nice guys and um. I say all that to say that the nice guys gave me every reason why I should never be in a group. <laughs> and so, <laughs> like, right. well, I mean, like, do you miss it? Do you want to be in one? I mean, there's always room for nah, more. Uh, no? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, I I never mind collaborating with people. I never mind doing collaborations and making things. Um, like, I would, like, the I, dip into into rock alternative would be cool for me. it would be interesting for me let me ask you though like do you feel as being uh a solo artist like you don't have like the camaraderie like the group effort as to something do like, we're, like for instance <laughs> i think that we're super critical on everything that we do right right and we're like oh this we just wrote a whole song we're like this song rules and then we're yeah. immediately like oh no that song sucks right? yeah, yeah. so but then the like fourth. one of us will be like no nah, dude you know we're being too harsh on ourselves right but like you don't have that second or third person so like is it is it harder or easier or what do you think um it can be hard because i'll really be thinking i'm making some jamming shit right <laughs> so <laughs> so it can be hard because it's just me and like maybe chris rockaway or track sounds or whoever i'm using whoever i'm working with and um as the producer and they're not really going to tell me that it's that it's trash, right? I have to listen and think critically and to myself and say, okay, yeah, no. Or, or nah, I'm going to go with it. But there's a couple of songs out there that I probably don't like as much. And, um, and I think it's maybe just because I was trying too hard to go for something for a sound. Yeah. So and, there... There's a way we handle that, and that's like a pre-production work, like because we're poor, you know. So right. we, 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 all we do is like we try to re-record everything first. That way, like by the time you go and record, record with like the the big name, yeah, you already have all the ideas gone. All right. of them are already taken care of, and it's yeah. like it's already there. So by then, we've already gone. No, this idea sucks. This idea, no, every idea that sucks is already off, and then we still hear it, and we still think that later. So. It's, nice. it, <laughs> it's very condescending. It's a, it's, it's, yeah. It's always, it's always negative. So, <laughs> one of the things that I'm always curious of 
and I know it happens, but I don't know what, to what extent. Do you guys have a lot of arguments? Surprisingly not. Like, whenever we first moved to Houston, uh, Drew, Vince, and I, and our old bass player uh, all lived together, actually. Okay. Uh, so you would think it'd be crazy, like, you know, us seeing each other all the time, living together, leaving, having to go to practice together and all that shit. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, you know, some of our schedules were a little bit different, but it was all cool, you know, because we all, like, kind of did our own thing and, like, maybe I would come home from work and Vince or Drew had been working on a song all day and they'd be like, hey, man, check this out. Like, I recorded this at the house. Like, uh, I'm leaving right now. I'm going yeah. to work. But if you want to check this out, go ahead. And so I would have time to sit there and listen to it in my headphones and try to come up with, like, a drum beat or something for it. And by the time we actually go into full band practice, we might already have a song together without having been in the room all together at the same time. Right. You know? I think it's a um, it's it's very different from my process because um, when you have a group and you have to record, you have to use a live room, right? So, um, so when you use the live room, you have to already – you pretty much have to have rehearsed this song that you guys wrote before you actually go and record it. And so, because if you don't, then the time gets even harder and worse, you know, when you guys are like actually, you know, um, recording it because you guys don't have the song together yet. So you have to actually rehearse that first, right? And then you go to the studio and then, and then do your thing. Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, we, play all the shows that we possibly can play, right? Right. Uh, on top of that, we rehearse at least two times a week, right? Nice. So if we play three or four shows a week, we're still rehearsing those other two days that we're not playing shows, you know? Yeah. Um, with that being said, you have to play the same song because since us, it's a very much a live-driven act. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the guitar solos or the, the drum shit or the fucking bass shit or the singing shit, you know, you, you have to be able to pull that stuff off because... All the other bands around you are doing the same. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. touring every single day. Right. If we had the luxury of being on the road every day, we'd just be tired as as hell. But we're, unfortunately, we don't have that luxury at the moment. But yeah, no. Before we go in the studio, we probably played the songs like you know, over fucking, you hundreds. know, yeah, hundreds of times. You know. Yeah. And so then by the time that we go in, we've already recorded it once, re-recorded it because you have re-recorded your... it. So the time that I'm spending the money like on you, to, like coming and sing on the song, right? Right. Yeah. I, I like. <laughs> I would have the song already pieced out, right? Right. We'd, have, right. we'd, we'd be done. Uh, but that's because you want to go in and spend the least amount of money with the, the expensive guy. And then yeah. you can, like, track it on your iPhone over and over and over right, again, right, or whatever right. it might be. Uh, but, yeah, we do do that. We have a, a lot of – we just it's pre-production on our end. Um, but also live performing. As you know, you perform live a lot. So yeah. that, like, really – that really puts you in your zone because you can't – comp your vocal track you know your vocal takes you can't like right make sure that like we can't mix our solos together and put you know and i and i like recording with a band i mean i like performing with a band a lot more because it gives me an opportunity to um to uh really extend my song and do things that i like to do with the uh um it, it gives me an opportunity to to um freestyle my song a little bit and be a little bit more free and i think with bands with uh with you guys you guys already have your transitions taking place and you guys got your bridge and you guys have that all taken care of so um 
which makes it a little bit more of a seamless thing when you go to the studio. Uh, I, I think it's very interesting because I, I look at people's music school. Um, it, to me, it's kind of like, you know, like if you got two painters in a room and their and their processes may be completely different from each other. And, you know, like this person is like, well, I use acrylic and I paint on canvas and then I, I sketch first and I do this. And then this person is like, I just go for it. I got, <laughs> you know, I use wood that I paint on and then I, you know, it, it's just a, it's interesting to see what everybody else's, um, what everybody else's process is to get to the same place. Because the same, and when I say the same place, I mean to have a finished song, <laughs> a complete song. So I, I only produce to an extent of, that's, yep, that's a, that's a good one. <laughs> that, that was a, that, yeah. They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um. I was acting like I was sucking a dick and using the microphone as. Yeah, <laughs> that is, uh, yeah. That's what happened. Yes, then. because well, we're, no, we're, we're grownups, man. We're, we're, we're adults and um, yeah, yeah. that's what adults do. I didn't saying doo-doo earlier, so come yeah, on. Yeah, doo-doo is, doo-doo is. Uh, oh, so you produce tracks sometimes and then you like, I, mean, I know you've seen a lot of stuff. Like well, you're a, well, my process is normally like I can tell people what to play okay. or what I hear in my head maybe, right, right, but right. I don't play any instruments, which is kind of a detriment to me because then I could do this all day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And then I go in, I write to a skeleton of the track. So sometimes maybe it's just a piano track or sometimes it's just a, a guitar, something like that. Then I record on it and then, I send it back to my producer and he does the rest of around it. And then it makes me look a lot more savvy and, and smarter because he's now building the record around I'm giving people secrets um about my music and but um yeah, but they're not really, really secrets, but there's just like it's like it gives it makes me look a little bit better when he's doing things around when I'm what I'm writing as opposed to me writing around what he's saying. What he's yeah, saying. yeah, I feel you. Actually, so. it, it kind of works sort of like that with us, like where uh, Drew and Zach would be in the room where we were recording, or like the, the booth, as mm -hmm. it were, or I would be in the booth, uh, and they'd be in the room, and I'd be recording some solo or whatever. I can't play solos, man. Uh, not at all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it would just take them like being brutal as all fuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and being like, why can't you do this? Kind of yeah. thing. There you go. I like that. More uh, Devil's River. And a little bit of that, too. A little bit of that. But uh, no, man, it, it took somebody going, hey, you know, and kind of producing and getting that out of you. But like, yeah. uh, it, if it weren't for these dudes, that, that I wouldn't have the sound I have. Like, I, I, would, I would write stuff, yeah. but without them like actually going at it mm -hmm. and like doing. The only way they know how to pick. There you go. Here's my shot glass. Um, if if they weren't there to pick on me the way they know how, I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't have gotten that out. Or then the same thing with them. Like I'll just sit there and just nag Drew while he's singing, or bug Zach while he's playing drums. Just like you know, giving him the red eye. It's just that's the way we work. Yeah. Like we just pick on each other until we get perfection. So does. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Another shot. Oh my god so hey you brought a rock band on it's your fault yeah it is, it is my fault 
And um, we're finishing that bottle before this podcast is over. Man, and we got a while to go, a little okay. bit. We got a nice little while. It's it's okay. I'm a G. I'm a G. I'm a G to the day that I die. So, um, is Drew the only vocalist, or? Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's there's the the three of us, but Drew is the one that we you know he's the scapegoat. Got you. I I feel like um, Drew might be the uh, the Bobby Brown of the group, the <laughs> sex symbol of the. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you got me. In- <laughs> Like the weird woman beater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not quite, not quite, but it's funny. I like it. I like it. So, are you guys childhood friends? Yeah. So, uh, me, Vince, and Zach, and Mike all grew up in the same town. We've known each other for probably half of our lives. And what town uh, are you guys from? Beaumont. Oh, that's just yeah, seven everybody's from Beaumont. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, me, Vince. Mike are from Beaumont. Zach right here is from Groves, right? Technically Groves, are, yeah. right? And so um, where's Groves? It's Beaumont. It's like twenty minutes away from Beaumont. I mean, but Beaumont you just call Light. It Beaumont, and everybody knows what you're talking about. Beaumont Light. So you got you're the you would you would no, be it's the Beaumont, you'd be a, you'd be the um the uh, so you would be the square of the Golden Triangle. I guess so. Yeah. That's cool. All right. The square. Yeah. Yeah, like, where I grew up, like, it was Groves, but then, like, I crossed the street and it was Port Arthur. So, like, I grew up listening to, like, the Memorial Band or the TJ Band. Right. Uh, like, high school band, like, every yeah. morning or, like, every evening, like, yeah. when I was playing in the front yard and shit. Yeah. So, I mean, literally all I had to do was, like, cross the street and it was Port Arthur. Nice. But. So, how much, um, how much of a, how much does ZZ Top uh, inspire you guys is dude uh on the groves texas water tower it has zz top painted on the fucking water tower i shit you not I'll really pull up a picture for are you. are they from groves no they're they're from uh they're from port arthur right or beaumont yeah i mean they oh. they just played shows out there but like so supposedly like the story that i heard was like they got like a groves got a new city manager or something and yeah. they're like dude what cool has happened here? Like, yeah. what is has anything cool? And someone's like, "Well, ZZ Top played here, like back in like whatever." Yeah, and uh, they're like, "Oh yeah, slap their fucking logo on our water tower. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what we're gonna do. Do it. So, Let's do that's it pretty now." Cool. Yeah, that's pretty. That's that's dope. I had a uh, drum teacher whenever I was growing up, right? Yeah. Who uh, his name was Russell Brest, our uh, boy Schaefer's dad, right? Shout out Schaefer. Um, but he was saying that whenever he was a kid, he would. Uh, go to uh, the KC Hall in Beaumont or Port Arthur or whatever it might be and watch ZZ Top play as they were living in Houston at the time. And they would, like, go help them move their gear in. Yeah. And, like, sit on side stage and watch ZZ Top play, right? Like, yeah. in these KC halls, which That's, is totally insane. Yeah, because you know? uh, which are getting the, a free show exactly. from ZZ Top. And they're like, I'm getting my ears blown out by, like, they're just full stacks. They're just loud as fuck. Yeah. Crazy. Um, which is the most dope shit you could possibly do as a rock and roll band back in, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but how insane, like, being a kid, you're like, I'm going to move in Metallica's gear to this fucking KC Hall and then just get blasted. That's dope. Yeah, like, by fucking the That's onslaught, really cool. you know? So, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, as far as the, the ZZ Top thing goes, like, you can't find a rock and roll group that just has that straight, just, 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 
just like that, just straightforward, mm-hmm. and just has that much groove. They just they got a groove to them. Anybody can they get do, down with ZZ Top. They have a, a, a great groove. Easy. Like yeah. um, they rule. So, I loved I mean, when it, they it, redid Twenty Five Lighter. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So yeah, anybody can get down with ZZ Top, and if it's down the street from you, you take a, like a point of pride, and you're like, I gotta step it up. I gotta do a little bit yeah. more. I gotta pay yeah. attention. So, if you guys it, does, does We Were Wolves have a top five artist of any genre uh, list? Like guys that you when you when you playing when you're playing your music and you're like, does this stand up to standard of these people that we really respect, this person that we really respect, this guy, this girl, whoever? Do you guys have that? I want. It can be an individual, like, or like, is, it could be like a collective a as well. Like a, a mission statement. I'd yeah. say no. It's just like the the general consensus. Uh, it's like at the end of the day that that rule of the fourth or whatever like does it suck let's not play it is it rule got let's you. fucking play that shit got you and i don't even think that all four of us listen to the same music really really at all at all, at all. <laughs> so is it different genres or is it different types of the same music that you you guys make i think there's like the consensus is, is like what he said is it good or not you know yeah. like i think we all kind of agree on uh let's say that like I might be listening to uh, your record, right? Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is great. And Dak's like, yeah, this is fucking great. Yeah. But he's like, check out this fucking, you know, uh, Mastodon record. This is, this mm-hmm. is dope. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then he's telling me about some, you know, it's like a whole bunch of, it's a melting pot of shit. Yeah. That's the best part of being kind of in the collective is that you, everyone kind of draws from different things. How much does hip hop influence you guys? As far as our hustle, a lot. Like the way that we operate a yeah. lot, a ton. Yeah. But as far as musically, um, it probably well, doesn't. musically, I wish I could do this. I mean, we wish we could do all of the exact same shit. But like, we gotta drive the shitty ass van full of gear. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, people don't rock and roll is not necessarily like a uh, commodity anyone gives a fuck about. You know? So it's like you're kind of fighting for it. Uh, but that's the same hustle as like uh, rappers or any artist coming up. You just want to like get out there. You know? The yeah. Thing that, I think that we all enjoyed was that, like, in at South by, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't see rock bands out there necessarily just handing out records to people, right? It was normally it like was rappers, artists. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. That, sh- that pisses me off though. <laughs> like when guys are just like passing out records. Like I remember, like one of the first times I went to South by, like everybody rappers' sales pitch was fucking terrible. It was so bad. Like, dude, will walk up to us and be like. Hey, y'all like rap music? <laughs> like, no, no. <laughs> like, sure. Um, the even worse one is, hey, y'all listen to music? And you're like, <laughs> you're like, what? Dude, my favorite one is when you're in New York, you know, yeah. and you're like walking through whatever the fuck part, usually the tourist trap areas, and they're just passing yeah. out CDs, and they Canal hand Street. you a CD, and they're like, Five bucks. Yeah, like, I, they what? hand it to you first, and then they yeah, tell you. They tell you how five dollars. I'm like, 
No. no like, like, here, you take this back. <laughs> and then they don't want to take it back. No, they They're don't. like, nah, bro, we could you just five dollars though. Yeah, no. But you're like, no, you take Absolutely this CD not. or yeah. else I'm gonna fight you. Yeah, or right throw now. in the trash can. Yeah. Frisbee that shit out I'm, into I'm into frisbeeing this shit yeah. into the oncoming naked cowboy's traffic. dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hit the naked cowboy in the dick with this with this uh with this fucking C D. But like I, I had to do that once, so uh I went on Yeah, with that that too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I uh, I went on tour with the band. I was running merch, and we went around to all the Warp tours and woke up every morning and sold albums to kids. They were a pop punk band, and so oh, no. I, I mean, I was probably I don't know, maybe twenty two, twenty three years old, mm-hmm. and just had to go up to like thirteen year olds and like put headphones on their head. That's it was creepy. The, it is, yo. That that part is so creepy to me. The guy walking around with a Walkman. The guy's walking around with a Walkman, and he goes, hey, check out my shit. Yeah. And you're just like, I am on the way to Macy's, and I don't want to talk to you right now at the mall. I don't want to listen to your music. And who knows how many people has like put those headphones in their ear and shit too yeah like like come on man like this no, is it was, it was over the head it wasn't the earbuds sometimes sometimes they're the earbuds i love when they're still fucking with a disman too though yeah they're like, like hey, yo, check me out i'm like dude you're not even on it. like the dial you know they still sell <laughs> you know, those at best buy what insignia make cassette players and cd players the cassette player thing I can believe, but CD player, that's crazy. They still make them, and they're like, like the CD player is like $25 or something like that. I might get one. It, it, it is. Play our record on. <laughs> play, play I'll my go to Splash Town and be like, hey, guys, you're walking in the door. <laughs> yeah. Here's our record. It, man, Check it and out. It, and it's so, it's so bad, though, because they're just like, hey, uh, you like rap music? And they'd be like, you're like, yeah, who your favorite? And at the time, it's like, who your favorite rapper? Is it Wayne? Is it Lil Wayne? You like know I mean? I like Lil Wayne. You said who? Who's that? Yeah, dude. Who's that guy? Yeah. Who's that guy? I like Bubba Sparks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a. Um, Wait, I'm really into Coolio. What do you I'm, mean? I'm, I'm really into Vanilla Ice. Oh so is there a is there a gauge there? And he goes, and then they be like, "Oh, you like Lil Wayne? Well, well, I'm better than Lil Wayne, bro. I'm harder than I go harder than Lil Wayne. I'm like, well." Thank you for telling me that, but I still don't want to listen to your music. <laughs> You're right. Like, like I don't, I don't, I don't want you to, you know. And then they're like, here, bro. And then it's like five dollars, you know, yeah. or you gonna chunk me anything? You gonna, you gonna, you gonna pay me anything for the, uh, for the CD? Um, the guys outside the Galleria are really bad at that. They do it here. They do it here at the Galleria. There's always somebody there selling a CD of some sort, and um. I feel like we're past like yeah, it's tw- it's 2018, bro. Get a SoundCloud link. Get a SoundCloud link. And well, or, or just don't do that. That tactic never works. It it doesn't. It, it never, never works. Fucking works. You Play won't... a show, work, grind it the fuck out, and Man. then eat a bunch of shit, and you'll say, oh, yeah, that that would how would that work? Yeah. <laughs> what artist has been signed by that tactic? Nobody. Who? Is there nobody has, has ever be one? Diddy has never said. There has to be one. Diddy has never said, I was walking down Rodeo Drive, <laughs> and I was drinking Cambodian breast milk 100%. And and uh, Meek Mill walked up to me one day, and he had a Walkman. 
and he gave me the Walkman, and he played my played his CD for me. And at that moment, I knew that I was going to sign him. He's going to be a star. So I signed him. Like, that never happened. It never happened in life. I think it's funny that you see these videos, though, of, like, guys running up on, like, Rick Ross or whomever. And like, oh, I, he freestyled. Rick Ross had him freestyle for him. And, like, okay, cool. Do you ever see them sign to his record label? N- never. No. Never. No, no, ever. Like sweet ass. Or, like, Kanye. Because, like, Kanye will listen to everybody <laughs> rap. No he listens to everybody. He's like, yeah. 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 No one signed. Yeah, and then and then before we know it, like he's we never hear from him again. I guarantee, and, if you have like a huge audience following this, they're gonna figure out who the fuck actually got signed by doing this, and, and they'll be like, that "I'm a fucking idiot." Yeah. Well, actually, that'd be great. Though. The first time J Cole met Jay Z, he waited outside the um the building for Jay Z to come out to hand him a CD, and he handed him the CD, and and Jay Z goes, "I can't do it. I I can't listen to this," and he handed it back to him, and he just played him. And so, like, for, like, another year, like, they worked and worked and worked, and then they finally got to a point where um, where labels wanted to rock with them. And then, like, Jay-Z came around and was like, hey, I want to meet with you guys. But I don't think he, I don't think he really met, met, I don't think he remembered meeting him outside of that building. So I think J. Cole came in and was like, remember you gave, like, I tried to give you a CD, and he was like, but there's a. You don't think that he brought that up though? He's like, dude, I met yeah, you one time before. Yeah, and he and probably I tried yeah. to do it. And but but Jay Z was like, you know, when <laughs> from the on the other side of that, you can't really just take CDs from people anymore because or listen to people's music like well, that. Also, because, imagine how many motherfuckers shut shit in your face. Like, yeah, that's the problem. That and also just like he it's comes like out with a hit record. Yeah. During rush hour. Like, you're just fucked. Yeah. And then there's, but then there's also that element of maybe that, you know, maybe that big artist that you gave a CD to makes a, a number one record. And it's, and then, and then that guy goes, oh man, I gave him my CD. He stole that from me. He stole that song from me. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, there, there's a, there's a theory from this, a local group from back where go we're from. Name. Yeah, go ahead name. There's mm-hmm. a theory going on. There's this very similarly named song that was really close to the rhythm of this other song that was written by this local group. Yeah. Where where we're from. And uh, it's really hard to do this without fucking... They jacked their shit. They jacked their shit. Their shit was jacked. It got jacked all over. <laughs> all that shit was jacked. Jesus Christ. Yeah, lots you of jacking. Jacked off. Yeah, the, it was jacked the off. The music was jacked. Of all trades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you threw me no, that. But I, they said it the other day that I thought was really funny is that when when artists give other artists their their album right mm-hmm. and their touring artists that they just toss it out and it's called a roadside record signed them. Yeah, you got signed yeah. <laughs> <You got> sign <laughs> roadside, roadside records. Roadside Man, like I use a lot of people's CDs for coasters. I still They're use really my AOL coasters. one. You're a savage. Yeah. Well, you know. You're sure savage. Well, you know. I gave you a CD once. You didn't give me a CD. Yeah. No, I never will. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't give me a CD. Give me a CD. Jack, yeah. proud of you for coming forward I didn't even, on that one. I was because be I got all the coasters at home, and yours, you guys' <laughs> CD is on the coaster. Yeah, oh, yeah. do you know what ours you know looks like? That's pretty sweet, though. Like yeah, yeah, you know, I, I know what it looks good. like. You guys have really good album covers. Hey, thanks, man. Actually, um, we have a couple of friends that do really good art, but our most recent one is a guy from town named Shelby Hole. Uh, he did a fantastic job. Yeah. He's done a lot of stuff uh, all over the city for like a whole bunch of uh, venues and X, Y, and Z. He's also done adult swim stuff. And nice. Restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really cool. Adult yeah. swim. 
Yeah, it was a blessing to be linked up. Um, nice. But yeah, no, Shelby, shout out. Uh, other than that, like Vince made a bunch of them. Our boy Joey Kissling has made a bunch. Nice. I think Joey is working with Todd a little bit on their thing as well. Okay. Which yeah. I think you've had on here before, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, a lot of that. Joey shot our uh, Ruin Your Weekend video. Nice. Right? Nice. So, um, we're still yeah. cleaning dust out of stuff from that video. If you, uh, if you want to take the time and watch that video, no big deal. Shout out. <laughs> but, yeah. And tell us the name of the song again. Ruin Your Weekend. Ruin Your Ruin. Weekend. Ruin. Ruin. Okay, yeah. Ruin Your Weekend. Whatever. I don't know. It's hard to say that. <laughs> we are uh, pouring up another round. Off. And we're doing it, though. Look at you go. Look at you go. Zach drove me here, so I'm fine. Yeah. There's only four cups here, here though. Well, technically, Lyft drove me here. Lyft is always here. Shout out Lyft. Shout out Devil's River. We got a beep yeah, somewhere. Yeah, and also, oh, hey, can we uh, can we turn can we beep the list reference right? They're not sponsoring yeah, this by yeah, any means. Yeah, no, fuck list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Until list paying the bucks, dude. Yeah, until until they start paying the uh, the ultimate price for yeah, these bad. things. Yeah. The ultimate price, Jesus Christ. We're gonna kill them. You sacrificed your. I think we should talk about this amazing trailer. To be honest. Yeah, wait, who built this? DJ Prolific did. Dude, this thing is beautiful. I want to move in. What do you charge per month? I'll leave whenever you need it. He can like... Airbnb it. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking another shot. Cheers. To um, Wolves. Oh. It's such a bad idea. It's a horrible idea. It's okay. Yeah, no one has to work in the morning. It's a terrible idea. So, craziest show slash tour story that you guys can share without uh, completely losing your um, your loved ones. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I actually want for everybody to do their own, and that, that's what I was going to grab the mic for. Is like I think I think everybody has a different recollection because there's a lot of what we're doing right now. Yeah, and like there's really not a lot that is remembered. Oh, like overall, yeah. So maybe everybody individually might have a good one. But I think so. I don't think we would like somebody might be like, "That's not real." Probably. Yeah. I want to start with Jack first. Me oh, first. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Set the curve, man. Craziest one. Two thousand and sixteen. We're at Fitzgerald's. Fuck Fitzgerald's, by the way. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 2000, 2016, I'm opening for Bilal. Okay? So, for those that don't know, Bilal is a soul singer. Um, I believe he's from the East Coast, I want to say, maybe. But um, he's most notably known for he did when he his first deal was with Interscope and he did a song with uh, JD Kiss and um and Dr. Dre um produced it called Fastlane. Um then he has a song called Soul Sister which is like his like his shit, right? So um but he came down here on tour 
So I'm opening for him, and I'm singing, and um, it's a nice little crowd in there. Um, it, it, it's the opener crowd, though. So it's like, you know, out of maybe the 750 cap that's probably there. 20 of them are there. It, it, well, not 20. <laughs> no, not 20. <laughs> it was, it, we, were, we were at a good, we were at a good 200, 300 people there. So it was, it was, it was half full, but it was nice. It was a good, it was a good event. So I'm performing. I have this song called Slow Dance. And um, what I like to do in the crowd, and if anybody's ever seen me perform or never seen me perform, what I do is on this song called Slow Dance, I find couples in the room and I make them slow dance in front of everyone. And um, it's a good way to do crowd involvement without having to, um, yeah, without having to make people say things and, you know, do like that. So Big Reeks, who's out in the front DJing right now, he's DJing my show. So I said, I got this song called Slow Dance, and I need a dance partner. This lady jumps up, um, pushes my girlfriend out of the way. Uh, you know, and, well, I don't even think she knew that it was my girlfriend, but... Uh, she couldn't have known. I had no idea who this woman was. She runs to the front and she's like, I want to dance with you. I said, okay. So I was like, come on up. So she comes up and everything's good. She's dancing. She's really, and, um, no, I did not, I did not, I did not get a boner. And, um, yeah. So we're, Acknowledge. <laughs> no, no, no. I did not. I, yes. Yes. So we're dancing. Yeah, because the mic was no. I, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That's a good that's one. The devil's river. That, that, that is the devil's river. So um, she's dancing. And um, first thing she says to me as she whispers in my ear, she goes, um, she goes, <laughs> What did she say? What did she say? I love you. And I was like, okay. Eh. I'm singing. I'm trying not to forget the words to my shit because she's like distracting me. Oh, and then she, she had goes, a boner. Might as well. <laughs> and then at one point, we're dancing and she like kisses me on the cheek. So I'm like, oh, okay. All right. I know what this is about. And so, um, so I'm trying to sing, but she's like saying things in my ear. And she goes, um, what was the first thing she said? She said, um, I'm, she, she wanted to kiss me again. And then she says, I'm a, um, I'm a flight attendant. So that means I gargle a lot. So it's okay <laughs> if like, she's like, I'm a flight attendant. So I gargle and I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like what is that? What are you talking about right now? Saliva from the kiss. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she, I, when the song is supposed to be over, I try to thank her and I give her a hug and she grabs my face and she pulls it to my face and then she like, she's about to go in for the lip. And right when I realized what she was doing, I turned my face just a little bit and she hit me right here. And so everybody in the crowd is like, wow, right? Yeah, yeah. So I met her and she's like, I want to take a picture with like she first of all, we we had to get someone to like 
get her and be like, okay, yeah, get her down. Time to go. So now in the middle of my show, she's like, I want a picture with you. <laughs> like, what the, what the fuck? Like, I was like, okay, let's, let's wait. And I'm trying to do my show. So I, I do like two more songs and I get off. So I'm downstairs. She comes up to me and she has a, she has a tall glass of whatever she's drinking. Like, you know, those really big plastic cups. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like bigger than this. Oh, like yeah, there's like 24 ounce bad boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's she's drinking like a Long Island or something like that. It was just some weird shit. She goes, I'm what if it was just V8? <laughs> no, it was definitely wasn't V8. Okay. And she's like, I want to take a picture with you. And she hands the phone to my friend. And she's like, because she, no, she handed her drink to my friend. To hold it so that they could take the picture, so that we could take the picture together. She goes, um, "Yeah, I'm a." Uh, she's like, "I'm 63 years old," oh. and I was like, "You are definitely 63 years old." Hell and, yeah, um, that's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> and she was just like, but her friend was also a flight attendant, and she was younger. She was like, "Oh my god," she's like really drunk. I'm so sorry. It's like, I, it's cool. I maybe just don't kiss me. It's random strangers in the mouth. But um, that was one of my <laughs> craziest ones. But I'm going to let you guys. <laughs> who, wants, who wants to start? Uh, so I guess the story, like, story ends up having a happy ending, which is nice. Uh, and it's it's after our shows. I think that we were playing at, like, uh, we were in Austin coming back I, mm-hmm. I think it was like south by southwest yeah or it might we might have just been up there like for the weekend like doing a couple shows or something like that i don't yeah. remember exactly um but we're driving home we have a van and a trailer shitty van shitty trailer nice and uh we're going through like lagrange or whatever and uh van fucking shuts down right oh no like we're going downhill or whatever we're like fuck like what do we do so we pull over the side of the road <laughs> We open the hood and like we're looking inside of it, like we know what we're looking at, but we don't, really, <laughs> don't know what we're doing. Yeah, you guys are just uh, staring at something. And so we're like, all right, you know, like we're gonna have to try to call a tow truck or something. And uh, all of a sudden, like on the other side of the highway, this, we see this like truck, like they put on their uh, their hazard lights and they pull the U-turn and pull in front of us. And it was actually these dudes that used to be customers of drew's uh at the guitar shop that he worked at nice yeah uh, and they're like dude like we recognized you on the side of the road like are you guys okay and we're like hey like actually like our shit is fucked right now yeah like, i don't know what the fuck we're gonna do and so these dudes were on their it was definitely a south by actually yep. uh they were on their way to yeah. south by and these are some older dudes they're like yeah you know, like 50s or 60s or yeah. something like that you know but they were on their way to a show at south by like to go see and they attached our trailer to their fucking truck and brought our shit home instead of going to see their show. Wow. Um, and so Drew and our old bass player, Jake, like jumped in the car with them. Uh, Vince and I stayed with the van while we had a, a tow truck driver like come pick us up. Yeah. And it just happened to be this tow truck driver that has helped us out before in <laughs> the range. Yeah. Uh, his name was Mike Wolf. Like, Mike, so, wow. You know, shout out to him. That's crazy. Isn't it crazy? Happens that is like a- twice. Uh, so three yeah, times. three times. Total. Three times total. Well, he uh, he uh, he hooked our shit up. We brought our shit to our friend's house. 
uh, and we ended up selling that van for like scrap. I mean, because it was yeah. just done. You know, we had to leave it there for like what a month I until we. Yeah. You sold it for three hundred dollars. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, like crazy. it all ended up having a happy ending because we thought we were just totally fucked on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, these dudes that just happened to recognize Drew's dumbass on the side of the road, <laughs> you know, like going the other way. Uh, and so yeah, we got saved and it ruled. And then Vince and I just parted at South by for the rest of the week yeah, until we could find another ride home. Yeah. No. That's dope. Like that. That's um, those kinds of things. Like when you meet people that um, that somehow help you out in a really, really, oh yeah, incredible I mean, time. We, we've had like those kinds of instances so many times. Like we've had trucks and vans like break the fuck down. Like through the whole like ten year span, we've been a fucking van. Like Jeez. we've gone through so many vehicles. Uh, yeah. but I mean, it kind of is what it is, you yeah. know, you got to, you know, until you get the, until you get the big money for the tour bus, then you yeah, just, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And yeah, like that's, that's really cool. That's a, uh, it's crazy that you would get the same tow truck driver. It was cool. Yeah. It, it was, yeah. Three times in a row. Shout out Mike Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Wolf. He's, he's a, he's an honorary member of the We Were Wolf. He thing. absolutely is. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mike, you got one that you want to talk about? All right. Um, uh, so. Mine, mine's not as cool as that. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> but I remember this one time. Uh, I got super duper sick, uh, one of the many times, uh, and I had fucking food poisoning, like crazy, and I couldn't leave oh, my bed. Yeah, yeah. The first, the first birthday, I got super sick on this. Yeah, because that happened a couple times too. Uh, no, I got, I got sick, and I, I tried to come and play the show anyway and good idea yeah yeah it was a great idea my, my birthday's halloween and we were playing with uh old third vanilla day. ice's birthday is halloween no it's not it's my birthday he can have it okay. after me okay all right <laughs> i really like those beers by the way those are, those are tasty oh That's yeah a good one yeah the beep rads bloop. i don't know if you can support it or not i kind of want one now oh yeah the beep one. rattler is delightful uh, i would love one uh, there you go. Shit, I lost my train. No, you oh, yeah. were so you were oh, sick. Yeah. So yeah. my birthday, I have food poisoning, and we're playing a show. We have a show that night. Yeah. And uh, my girlfriend at the time was like, "No, you're not going." And I was like, "Yes, I am." <laughs> and then shit myself or whatever it is. <laughs> and, and, yeah, I was like, "No, I'm still going." <laughs> and then like I couldn't move at all. And then all the the whole while, these motherfuckers were moving my gear around and getting me set up because they knew I was going to show up. They knew I was going to be there. Yeah. And sure enough, I was like, no, I'm going. And I get 10 feet in the club and I, uh, 10 feet to the club. I can't make it in. Can't walk in. They, one of them comes out and carries me in. I go and sit up on a chair. They have set up on stage at mangoes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Whenever mangoes was around. Man, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So they go and set me up a little spot to where I can actually sit up and play the show. And and uh, I play the show. Someone like three people bring me a roll of toilet paper. Oh. <laughs> Th that was their gift to me then. And uh, yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. So I I made it through the show. Then someone straight up like, uh, what? Who's the guy that gets the the cake thrown over him and like brought off stage? Um, uh, Michael, mommy, uh, uh James Brown. Out. James Brown. Thank yeah. you. 
Yeah. Straight up, James Brown brought up off the stage. Like, somebody's like, no, all right, let's fucking leave. You have to go. You're ill. Get the fuck out of here. This sounds like the story of when uh, Cam from The Sufferers had uh, explosive diarrhea that on rules. the stage. On a singer. And she had to go. I'm going to get her on the show, <laughs> and she's going to tell this story. I'm going to make her tell this story. Oh, and she, They were in, like, Ohio or something like that. I'm glad it's after me because that story totally. And she had to run off the stage and and go to a like a porta potty and take a shit in the middle of her show. (laughs) And then she came back on stage and she's like, "I'm so sorry, guys, but yeah, I I had to go." And and everybody was like, "So shout out to Cam. I'm gonna get her on this show." That rules actually. um, And she's gonna tell this story, and it's gonna be one of the most legendary stories ever. That's straight up. That she was like, "Hey, you know what? Hold on, I have to shit." Yeah, right now. <laughs> she's like, I'm so sorry, guys, but I got to be honest with you. I got diarrhea. <laughs> and and everybody's like, everybody's like, yeah! <laughs> everybody's like, yeah, you got diarrhea. See, that's way more rock and roll than yeah. anything we've ever done on stage. Yeah. Shout out to Cam. She's the shit. Yeah, she is. She, she's see what shit. I did there? <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> oh, sure. Who, yeah, who is, uh, who's next? Mike? Well, I've never really gone on tour with these guys, so it's kind of kind of rough to uh, to say. So, but right before, yeah, I've been on the road, but this is this is this is this deal, right? So, uh, <laughs> so uh, we did right before I I joined. I was on the road with them for uh, a day for Dia de los Toadies. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Toadies. Yeah, and uh, they played at like I don't know eleven or noon, like super early. Yeah, way, way early. And uh, so, of course, I drank entirely too much all day long. It was maybe 10 or 11 uh, at night by the time the toadies got on stage. And I thought it was a cool idea to grab a fucking toad and start bringing it around to the toadies. <laughs> and uh, the toad just pissed all over me. Oh no! So, I, but I wanted to I shout out to the toadies. I'm like, toadies, I got a toad. Yeah, and then he just pissed on you. Yeah. Wait, hold on, just to interrupt. This toad, like, we were in like the VIP bar on the stage side. Yeah. Right. So this this uh, fucking frog is pissing all over the bar. Top. <laughs> right. This, I had it for a long time. I had it for a really long time. <laughs> the toad got nervous. Yeah, yeah. The toad got nervous. He's like, look, man, I don't know. I had a, I had a pee. It's going down. Shout out to the toadies on this one. Shout out to the toadies. Yeah. The real ones on the band. We've officially polished off this battle of Devil's River. We definitely did. Um, That's a very good bourbon, though. That's a very good bourbon. Thanks. It wasn't hard. So what about you, Drew? Um, Shit. Um... I mean, everything's been pretty uh, normal. I mean, you had crazy shit that happens all the time. Yeah. Um, nothing necessarily in particular that's been totally wild. Um, okay. All right. Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're to say that, like, uh, what was wild is one time uh, we were driving um, to uh, Pensacola from New Orleans, right? Nice. Uh, overnight. So we played in New Orleans, and then we're driving to Pensacola. It's like a five-hour stretch or whatever. Yep. Um, That's where Emmitt Smith is from. Right. And, so and Roy we, Jones. Right. And so for us, um, my family's from there as well, actually. That's like, oh, wow. oh, nice. Yeah. But uh, the, for us, we think, like, 
save the money on the hotel room, drive through the night, you know, yeah. what I mean? get there, you sleep in the parking lot, and then you load in, you know? Yeah. Um, so we're just driving through the night, it'll be an easy five hour trip, like probably struggling artist yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eating hot sauce sandwiches, all that kind of bullshit. Hot sauce yeah. sandwich. Oh, yeah, my God. White bread and hot sauce is good. Oh, that sounds yeah. terrible. Yeah. It does it. Soup. The free soup's good, too. Um, but, uh, oh, let's get that open real quick. Do you have the keys to that? Hold on. We got a Rattler for Jack coming in right now. Our, our girl Jasmine's bringing it in. Rattler. Yeah, right here. One of these, Hello, uh, Rattler. Yeah. So, anyways, coming soon. There we go. But, anyways, we're sitting here uh, driving through Louisiana after playing in New Orleans. You know, it's like a pretty long bridge yeah. out of New Orleans. Yeah. So, you drive that. As soon as we hit, like, Alabama, uh, we're in rush hour. I mean, basically rush hour in the middle of the night, right? Mm -hmm. Like, all of I-10 shut off. So, we're sitting there like, what the fuck is this about? We literally sit there for about four or five hours, right? Turn the car off. We sleep in the car. Turn it back on. Drive down. An entire like, 18 wheeler up in flames. And, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Not to say that I appreciate that that, that was the issue, but uh, at least it was a real problem. Like, not just like rubbernecking and bullshit. Yeah. 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 And at least you at least you got some sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had to sleep in the middle of the highway, you know? We got a little bit of sleep, but as soon as we got to Drew's family's house, we started partying immediately. Like, it oh, was like nice. 8 or 9 in the morning. I'm like, hey, like we got drinks for you guys and blah, gotta blah, go. blah. We're like, all right, well, I guess we're going to stay up and keep doing that. Yeah, that's that's a, a a part of the grind that I haven't really figured, I, I haven't really started doing yet. So, like, I haven't been on tour yet, and I haven't been um, – I haven't had to draw, drive more than five hours for anything. So, um, the, the the rock tour is gotta be way different, though. I I, I don't know. I I have nah, no idea. I think it I think it essentially is the same because the travel is about about. It's probably the same. It's about the same. It's, it's like probably I, the exact. I do a residency in New Orleans, so I'm there. That's way cooler than. I I do uh, monthly, sometimes bi monthly at the Ace Hotel. So, um, I drive there every time I go. But and do you find like yourself like being able to uh, fly in and out? Do you, you drive every single time? Like I drive every single time, but I. But the like thing is, like it's cheaper if I drive. It's cheaper to drive than to yeah. fly like Spirit. Ninety nine bucks. Yeah, but I get I get to New Orleans on one tank of gas. Ah. A, a Jetta. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, like I, I you know, I, I get there on, and when I had a, when I had a Civic, I was getting there on a half a tank of gas. Hell yeah. So I like the ninety nine bucks is just like, shout like out. I, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it really is like thirty bucks. I can get to New Orleans. I could put, I could fill up now and get to New Orleans by two a.m. and be fine. Can I ask you because I, I don't know. Like Drew actually knows better more than I do, but. Mm -hmm. um, Maybe some of the other guys too, but like, did you have to go with anybody, or was it just you in the car? Like, just you? It's just like, me. Did you most run of the, merch mo everything and shit like that? Most of the time, like, so I don't really travel with a lot of merch, and so um, I'm one of those guys that like everything comes out of my own pocket. So like, there's no. That's the one thing about well, the group thing. That's a good thing. way to say you trusted everybody. I mean, well, well, it's only you. Yeah, <laughs> and, and but it, it's a 
that's the one thing about being in a band and being a group and having a team that I miss out on. Because when something costs $600, you can put in it's not a fraction. 150, it's the whole. you put in 150, you put in 150, you put in 150. I got to pay the whole 600. <laughs> and so when it comes to merch and stuff like that, I'm the one footing the bill on, on everything. And so um, that makes it harder for me to do a lot of merch. Um, it's crazy for us. Like when we first started, mm-hmm. uh, uh, we like literally just like had our jobs to like fun. Like Zach was managing a restaurant, like, and he was just basically floating. Like we're like, hey, we gotta like buy some shirts. He's like, all right, well, we're buying some shirts. And we bought some shirts and we yeah. paid his ass back. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Or like you find like your 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 aunt or you find whomever like mm-hmm. to put the bill for you. Because uh, for us, we have to have like actual physical content uh, in the in the club as we play. That's how we make our you know like our money. Absolutely. Uh, like we might get paid three hundred bucks to go play a, a show like with opening for some band on tour for right. a month. And that definitely right. ain't enough for four people. That, that's enough for us to pay like to get to and fro and maybe our hotel room. Right, right, but, right. But like for the per diem, you got to make that merch. Yeah, we got to yeah. sell that merch. So like, you know, you're like, oh, okay, well, do we have? Can we work our like shitty fucking bartending jobs or whatever the fuck it is and like sling some drinks to make the money to buy some shirts so that we can go out? Like basically we're just it's kinda like drug dealing. You're like, you're fronting the money, it's also <laughs> drugs. They, and then eventually yeah, you get it then back. You get paid yeah. back. yeah, you're like, all right, and then, then we, it works out. And yeah. you're betting on like uh that working out correctly. Um and sometimes you're like, fuck man, I didn't sell jack shit tonight. And then the worst thing for us is we're a guitar rock band, like we're a guitar band. So right. we get like thrown into the class with like um imagine the lamest guitar rock group you can imagine. Right. Like we're thrown into that category because like we do guitar solos and we you know party right. and do whatever. But that's we're more we're not that's we grew up playing punk rock shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like making our own our own shows happen. Right. But we get tossed into this thing where it does work. But yeah. once you go back to selling that merch you sell a lot of merch when you open for some fucking terrible band. Yeah. And, like, uh, you're like, I don't know if I want to do this, but if I did this every night for 30 days. Then we you make yeah, some bank. Yeah. You might be able to buy a new van. You yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, like, a, one, of the, one of the business models that I look at um, as an artist is um, it's a guy named P.J. Morton. Yeah, P.J. Morton. His father is one of the, um, probably one of the most, prominent pastors in New Orleans. Um, but he's a soul and R&B artist. Um, he's got a very Stevie Wonder vibe to him. Uh, he's a keys player. Um, but what what helps him out a lot is that he he is the keys, he's also the keys player for Maroon 5. So, so he's the black guy in Maroon 5. And <laughs> Because there's no black guys in Maroon 5 except PJ, right? And, um, exactly. Besides, uh, um, uh, Adam Levine? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's I was just curious as if it was like a, uh, a a TV scandal. Now, all of a sudden, Maroon Maroon 5 members, just the guy (laughs) from TV. They're all dead. <laughs> like what? Everyone's How dead. How happened? Yeah. He's the he's the only one. But you know what? Shout outs. I was talking last night about this. 
Alicia Keys is the new lady on like American Idol or one of those things. Yeah, she's a um Right? She's a um Which one is it? American Idol or the um voice it's or? the voice. It's the voice. It's the yeah. voice. Because American Idol has like um they're coming back and they have it's like Lionel Richie and um not Kelly Kelly Clarkson is actually no, I think it might be American Idol because it's like the dude from Maroon Five and some other fucking idiots. Uh, but my point yeah, being, yeah. though, is that this, like, I think Alicia Keys is like uh, eons be of having to host a TV show, right? Right? Is she just doing it for the cake? Well, like, well, with the voice, and I noticed from firsthand, like from do you speaking oh, to yes, speaking Tell me. to let be, us in. Most artists that are judges for uh for voice for the voice are actually um some a lot of the times they're promoting something that that's coming out for them. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's gonna yeah. be like she has a new record coming out now. Because Pharrell did it one, one at one season, and like uh, um, CeeLo did it at one one season. What's the uh, Hannah Montana? Oh, uh, Molly Cyrus, she did one. Um, what if the Hannah Montana? You're like oh. Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana. I got Molly. I got wait. I got Molly. I got. If the Migos would be the panel for like American Idol, yeah, I would love that. Yeah, that would. I would. I would watch that. Yeah, I would go into that. I would do it. I want. I want them to tell people how their vocal abilities aren't. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. I would love it. It'd be perfect. It. I would. Or if they hosted like a Chopped, right. That would be amazing. <laughs> they um, their um, their stir fry song. Oh, was a perfect. tasty video. It was a taste, you know, tasty where they show you how to make yeah. food or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was a tasty video. No. Like that was tasty thing. Really? Yeah, and That's they were awesome. like cooking shit. See, it was, like, it was funny. I didn't have the appreciation for Migos, and then now, right now, right now, I do. Now yeah. I get it. Now I, I like the Migos. They got it. Yeah. They know how to brand themselves. I like Migos. Now, now some of their shit is in. like one long song. But, that rules. Um, because, man, I fucking hated it. But yeah, the whole record is just like one long song, but yeah. it, it'll work. Damn it, Migos, you got yeah. it. Good. Kudos to you guys. I, I appreciate you. If you ever hear it, good job. Shout out to... Uh, Shout out to Migos. This is... Um, I'm sorry. How are we going to switch gears here? Jack, bring us back. What do you got? How are we going to switch gears here? <laughs> I'm just about to start throwing shit out there. Because I like this conversation. This is fun. <laughs> All right. This is fun. I got to switch gears topic. Right oh, here. yes. There we go. Let's do this. There we go. Let's do this. Let's do so, this. have you seen? We're in Houston right now. Do they know that? We are in Houston. We're broadcasting And you Houston. should probably know that because I'm an H-Town to the day. I-D-I-E. I know you are. There you go. Yes, <laughs> yes. We needed it. We there needed we it. Are. So, have you seen the projected plans for this, like, 5945 I-10 connection? Have you seen this? No, I, I haven't. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. Is it great? Like, it's gr- I mean, if they do it, Is it going to take it 20 years to have? Of course. We're going to be dead before this happens. Look, there's, I, I live off of 290, so this is, like, 290 is never going to be finished, ever. Oh, yeah, 290's been fucked up for what? Five years? Six years? 290's been fucked up since the beginning you of time. You live off of 290. Oh, you, you in Cyprus? No, 290 Antoine. Look, I'm, look, I grew up in Acres Home. And so I know where you, so 290 and Antoine, 
What's that? And 43rd. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, kind of the heights, but kind of not the heights. Yep. Like, the edge of the heights. Yep. Yeah, I like yep, it. Yep, yep, You probably went to Scarborough. <laughs> nah, we're all from Beaumont. You know that already. Yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but you're not too far from Beaumont. I'm from, from Scarborough, which is funny. But I didn't see this. I didn't see this development. Like, I, I didn't see it. I saw the Astrodome uh, plan, but I, I didn't see the... This shit is unbelievable. So what they're doing is they're taking, like, the emerging between 59 and 45 and I-10, all that bullshit. Yeah. They're putting it, like, like right up to 288? Yeah, no. and they said, like, George R. Brown. Right? Oh, all that shit. They're putting it, like, I guess, some where it is, like, the tunnel situation that's going on. Yeah. Right? And they're covering it with, like, green space. There's going to be, like, dog parks and, uh, you know, gelato stands. And, and performance yeah. venues. Yeah. And perform hopefully if we're yeah if we're lit in yeah, podcast podcast yeah but here's the thing though it's it's fucking insane it so is that as is you insane. start doing that me and Z right here me and Zach live on the same street right mm-hmm. we used to live in the same house now we live a fucking street apart from each other right yeah still super close but our highway is fucked up because of all the bullshit they're fucking trying to build to make this shit happen and I'm supportive of it but yeah. by the time that me and this guy are dead. That shit was going to be popping. Yeah. Right? So, like, really fuck you. I don't want yeah. To, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be dead before then. If they start doing it before we're dead, then Jesus Christ, this Look. traffic. This, this, I feel like they're using just all the Super Bowl money to go put new concrete down. But what they should probably do yeah, is, like, fix cheap. some of the roads that are just awful. Some of these roads are awful. It's like, so Richmond's bad. not that good of a road. Westheimer fucking sucks. Westheimer's trash, yeah. Also, um, what is it on the southwest side? Is it Beechnut? Or, no, Bissonette. Bissonette and, and uh, the Beltway? Trash. Garbage. <laughs> we definitely should not go there. Unless you're going to Harwin to go buy a, um, some bootleg shit. I had a buddy go to New York. Uh, so, you're a New York guy, right? I know you travel there quite a bit. Yeah, I've been there a few times. Yeah, right. Yep. Okay. I like being so there. You know, like those uh, those fake wa- those fake Rolexes and shit they sell, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, of course you want to. Do you own a Rolex? No, I don't. I wish I owned a Rolex. I think that you're a guy that would actually own a real Rolex. Do you own a Rolex? I don't. No, no, no. no. I, I really would like a Rolex. I think you're like successful enough to own a Rolex. Eh. Uh, eh. Eh. Like, no. Eh. Just, no. I can order a. I could. I could afford a Folex. A fo- okay. A, no, it's still like forty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can afford a really good knockoff. Dude, so I have my, a Seiko boy, that's really my cool. My boy, his name's Andrew Youngblood. He's um a great friend of ours. He uh mm-hmm. he uh booked a lot of shows for us. He's a, a, a fucking. We wouldn't. Yeah. He runs a bar called Secret Group. He wouldn't be around if he wasn't here for us. Right. He's a great guy. Um, but anyways, his uh, he went to New York and was like, what do you want? And I was like, dude, I really want like a fake Rolex. And he was like, okay, cool. And so he got me a fake Rolex. Me and him matching Submariner blackface. Yeah. The shittiest fucking, like the the the, the shittiest fucking faux Rolex you'd ever buy. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like 60 bucks, which is insane. You right. could you could get a real Rolex if you just pay like three or four hundred bucks on on Canal Street. Exactly. 
But yeah. this, this person is trying to like, you know. I mean That's true. No, probably not less than that, but the long story short yeah. is this guy was trying to sell him a piece of shit, right? Like literally a polished turd <laughs> for like sixty bucks. Yeah. He's like, uh no. So we got it for forty, right? Which is not a deal. Yeah. But it's a piece of shit and it feels like shit. It's not like to your wrist. There's it's just a piece of shit, crappy ass, shitty watch. Do you still um, have this watch? Oh, of course. <laughs> I have it in my watch case, which is great. You got yeah. it in the case? In my watch There's a light case. over it? Yes, yes. Oh, it's absolutely. super fake? Yeah. Um, and it shakes itself for the eco drive. Yeah. No, oh, no I'm just joking. Um, but uh, this fucking, uh, the next day, I was like, okay, he gave me the watch. I was like, this is horrible. I can never wear this fucking watch. This is absolutely insane. You guys pay $80. The next $80 day, I went to a meeting, it. and this dude was sitting next to me with the same watch. The real one. Right. Yeah, and I was like, "How much does this shit cost?" I looked up on my phone. It's like twenty thousand fucking dollars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Twenty thousand fucking dollars. Rolexes are, so are not cheap. How retarded would I have looked wearing this piece of shit knockoff? Yeah, loose as fuck on my wrist. Like it doesn't even I, like actually take time. Yeah, you know, it's just there. It's I like asked. A, it's a toy you get from Chuck E. Cheese. You know. I asked. Did you? Did you actually? Keep it on your wrist while this whole meeting happened. I, I forgot to ask you this when you told me this story before, actually. Uh, did you keep it on your wrist? No, I didn't wear it at all. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't bring it there. That's, that's pretty I've never worn it in my entire life. Yeah. But you got it in the case. I mean, you could, I feel like you could wear that in, like, certain circumstances. But the one that you were in where the guy actually had it, that's the best. That rule. No, it's like yeah. a frosted flake. It's can't. like. It, it, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like driving a Chrysler 300 and yes. then a, and then a fucking the, all the Bentley like and accents it, yeah, to it. yeah. A, a, a fucking Phantom pulls up next yeah, to it yeah, and yeah, you're just yeah. like okay yeah all right. yeah I think I'm just gonna go home now yeah, yeah. like <laughs> I asked huh how heavy is it it's not heavy at all I really like it or are you are you are you are you joking me now. Yes, I, I am means joking I gotta you, my Jack. I'm joking. See, see th- that's the sad thing. Is like I, I feel like I'm, I'm fucking with you every time I just like say your. It's name. okay. I really like this grapefruit um, contraption of a beer. is really good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's kind of like just drinking like a, a soda, like bitters and soda. So it's so it's only like three point two percent alcohol. So you're good. So I want to switch gears and I want to talk about how fat Todd is. Okay, let's go. <laughs> So I got this. Oh, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. You step right on in. No, no, you tell us how fat is Todd. I'll tell you this. I want to I wanna say one thing. Todd uh, is, I think, a guy that's kind of like has a little bit of athleticism underneath that. Like uh, Todd used to like be a quarterback. Those, like uh, those fried shrimp and Todd played, strips. Todd played quarterback at Westbrook High School. Todd also played quarterback at KFC right into his mouth. <laughs> Todd played quarterback at Frenchies. <laughs> Todd, played, <laughs> Todd played quarterback at McDonald's. Yeah. French fries right into his mouth. Todd is the receiver. McDonald's. Dad's is the McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Todd played. Um, oh, well, yeah, you're right. He's, yes. He only plays receiver. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He only you're receives. Right. He, yeah, yeah. Oh. He takes the wide receiver. Yes. I was a, I was a wide receiver when I was in, high, when I was in college, actually. You know what's interesting about uh, when we met you, I think, actually. Right. Were you at that show in Beaumont with uh, the Nice Guys? Oh, that was, I think that was the one that I missed. Really? When you were with, they, they were, uh, 
We had to like build them as a rock and roll band so they could play the show. Really? Yeah. It was unbelievable. It was so not rock and roll. No, no. So so what happened is yeah. Because they um I think that's where they met Sean too, right? No. For sole purpose. We knew Sean and them at the same time. Like Sean, okay. I think might have introduced us. I think absolutely introduced us to them. Yeah. Shout out to Sean, man. Yeah. If you're ever in Galveston, go to uh, Shoreline. Yeah. Shoreline, get you some streetwear, man. And he was fucking with us for a long time. Like, since he's, he's a, he grew up in the same neighborhood as Zach, you know? He's a dude from town. Yeah. So we fucked with each other a lot. We played our first acoustic show there. Yeah. Um, uh, he, he sponsored the Lost at Sea EP. That ruled, actually. Uh, nice. His, his fucking logo was on our EPs for, like, was it only the one, or was it, like, two of them? Was it three? Shit. All right, yeah. They were the, on there. I remember because I had that file saved to where yeah. we could appropriately put it on there. Nice. On the shit. Like, Yo, if, Sean if it is, had the, uh, the SB on it, I probably made that logo. Sean's an amazing guy, man. Which, he's a he's a great guy, and um, I'm glad he's found some happiness out there in Galveston, and he's like, yeah, really we're shitty. It. We have to, we still have not been there. I've still never been to Shoreline either. Oh, but so I need we're to all go. shitty. Okay. I ran into him. I ran into him at the boot. Okay. Yeah. And, shout um, out Tommy. Yeah, shout out to Tommy. Our boy. This is the first Tommy shout out. Okay. Uh, of the podcast. Of. Night. Tommy got you in there for that too. No, that was you discovered Tommy. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. Yo. Shout out to Tommy, man. I got to go to the boot. We all got to go to the boot one day. And, and um, the boot, uh, shameless plug, man. And he, he probably, I don't even think he listens to this because he doesn't even know I have a podcast because I haven't talked to him in a while. But if you're in Houston and you want crawfish and you want Cajun food, go to the boot. These, uh, these nice white Cajuns are, <laughs> are, <laughs> They have an establishment that is uh, absolutely wonderful, man, and um, and uh, I really miss Tommy. I I, I got to go see Tommy sometime like this week or something like that. I got to go. It's literally go. down the road from uh, oh, uh, Wire Road. It's down like yeah. walking distance. It's right there, you can walk from Wire Road. And so, you record a bunch of records at Wire Road, right? Yeah, yeah. So he does. Um, James does a lot of my mastering now. Um, mainly because because Wire Road is kind of expensive. For me, at least, and I can't um, like with it, with me footing the bill a lot on a lot of stuff, like and and me having a producer that I can record out of his studio and stuff like that. I still use James for a lot of my mastering and and things like that because like he's he's always been an incredible guy to me. So um, you know, just seeing his process from from uh, recording at the house. Did you guys ever record at the house? No, no, we've only been, uh, I think when we started living here, we went over to the Nice Guys listening party at the, at the current, house. Yeah. yeah, at the no, current no, Wire Road. At house. the current Wire Road. Okay, yeah. so you guys heard the James Kelly oh, EP oh, at the, at the, wait, wait, yeah. Time, so. out, time out on that one real quick. Uh, we showed up, the three, the three of us at the time, because Jake couldn't make it, or was it just you and me? I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, no, no, it was Zach, Drew, and Vince, as for who is talking. <laughs> But we showed up with a fucking six-pack of Lone Star, and all these people are dressed super nice, and we were just like, yeah, no, we're here to support our buddies. Not that. It looked so But the thing is, though, when so you bring haggard. a six-pack of Lone Star to anything that has to do with the nice guys, you are right in pocket. It's really real. That it's super it's real. It's the real shit. That was the yeah. Sign of, of true 
friendship, they were like, yeah, you can come here. Yeah, like it was, we used to, we used to record at James's house. And James had this house in um the Heights on 16th Street. It, was, it wasn't a big house, but I think they took an old house and then knocked the wall down and expanded it and then sold it. And um, so his the whole front of his house was the studio. And um, so the D room where the, the C24 board is upstairs, that was in his living room. And then he had like 30 mics at the, like, the mics that he has, not like the Sony and the and the Bronner and the and the uh, the Bach and all that stuff. He's buying those before he had an actual studio. And so when he was telling us about this studio, I was like, Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody gets a goes to a business park and rents out a space and you know does that type of thing. But then he showed me floor plans, and I'm like, Okay, this is a little different. And then when I actually got there, I was like, This guy really actually got a studio built, like. Like this building is only meant to be a studio. It's 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 not a a multi-purpose thing. It's not a. It used to be a, a, a tax office, or it's not that it used to be like a, a a body shop or something like that. It's a fucking studio, and um, but like recording at that studio, I remember when we recorded the show for the Nice Guys. Um, it was a uh, it was a process where every day we got a a song mastered. So it was like thirty. 30, 31 days or something like that. And every day we ran through at least one to two bottles of Jack Daniels. Of and course. we collected those bottles. And there's a picture somewhere of Eve um, finishing off the last bottle, and there's like all these Jack Daniels bottles. We still didn't get a Jack Daniels deal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the listening party at that house was... I guess the one that we went to. I think that's the, like, where we were. At the house? No, no, at the house. You the were studio. at the the, 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 the James studio. Kelly EP. I mean, the James Kelly album. Oh, no. So the show was done, and then a year later is when the James studio Kelly. was actually born. Yeah, okay. James. Yeah. That's when we did that. Yeah. 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 yeah so. Yeah. We shut out a whole bunch of people, and Drew and I fucking snuck in. Let me tell you something, man. We had no business. We had no business shutting. We had no business shutting anyone out. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> I don't even think awesome. I came to that. No, I don't even think I came to that. Absolutely do that. It makes everything look, sound and look exclusive. That yeah, look. I mean that's cool, but everything like everything that's exclusive, everybody wants. Yeah, of course. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Exclusivity no, is, is is so, pretty cool. So we jumped into that, and we were just like, but just but bouncing around. Just but all it, so us like, you don't really have to bring great alcohol. You just got to bring alcohol, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or you don't have to bring. Whatever it is that you're bringing, you know, it doesn't have to be like. There was something funny on the uh, on the uh, on the the what everybody already had for food. Like, just, there was there was food already brought. Right. It was just fucking hysterical because like there was something that was just gone. There was like ham, turkey. Uh, no, no, no. The turkey was fucking gone. There was like a line, and it was just the funniest thing to me that I just yeah. cracked up. I lost my shit because there was like. There, there was something that like it had three lines of names, and one of them was just gone. And somebody just <laughs> fucking attacked. Somebody him. just took it everything. It was one guy because I watched yeah. him do it. He uh, fucking lost it and ate all this shit. It was awesome. Yeah, they got to kick that him off. That was a cool party. They got to kick him. It, 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 it probably was, was Todd. Todd. That's Look, great. I, I hope it was everything Todd. On Todd. God, everything is Todd's fault. I'm everything so proud is... of Todd. So again, how fat is Todd? Oh yeah, we got back to it. Full circle. Uh, how fat is? Todd? He's a full circle. Hit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. An uppercase circle. Well, I'm going to say that 
that Todd is a fool by my boy because he's drinking that big red. That's true. You know, That's I don't, true. I don't, I don't think that a lot of people know this. That big red is only popular down here. It's not yeah, popular nobody anywhere drinks else. Big red anywhere. No, else. no one else drinks nobody big drinks red big anywhere red. else. That's true. Cherry wine Ooh, is about. Yo, I, and I've also noticed that the more you drink, the more your accent comes out. <laughs> so this is actually really funny. So <laughs> you're the only one allowed to talk for the rest of the night. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Like no, this, I, I'll tell you that I'm bigger than Todd, but I had to drive him through a McDonald's drive through one night, like after we both got off of work. I, I, I used to work with him, and yeah. uh, they stopped taking orders through the drive through and he had me pull through the drive through and That's the fact so he could ever. yell over me to the people about why they're fucking up, like, oh, you're taking Uber Eats orders, but you're not taking drive through orders, blah, That's blah, blah. That's the fattest blah. shit ever. Uh, oh, dude, it was super awkward. I, can, like, I, can, I was just sitting there, like, leaning back, like some random person in a photo, like, trying to get out of Todd the photo, is, you know? Todd uh, is just ordering at McDonald's. Like, Oh, it was like three in the morning. I you have know? two Big Macs and a uh, quarter pounder. Uh, and, dude, uh, he was fucking um, pissed at them. Chicken selects. I have chicken selects and uh, I have a souffle. I have a souffle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a souffle. And then he he's like, "Do you want anything, Zach?" <laughs> and, I was like, "Nah, man, we're good." Zachary, <laughs> is, yeah. is it is it Zachary? Yeah. Is that your full name? That's cool. I'm with that. Yes, it is. I'm I'm down with that. Zachary. Watch, that's about to fall. So how many of how many of the how many people in the group are single? Is no one single just in the me. group? You're just you. Just yeah. Zach in the group is single. Just me. And you're the drummer? Yes. The motherfucking drummer is is single guys. Ladies. I say guys. Yeah, don't say guys. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, He's man. at Brooklyn Athletic Club religiously. Um, How many of you are single? Me? Okay. Yeah. So that's a, that's a that's a conversation for another time. I cannot answer that question right now because things are a little complicated. But, um, ah, yeah, I can't. Yeah, we got to. <laughs> I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. Hold on. All right. Are you want to talk about it? All right. So, so I want to ask. So, um, <laughs> what? Why are you pouring on me? All right. Hold on. So, um, you know what, what? What is different between rock music and and rap artists, right? Yep. Is you know. So I'm interviewing you now, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, the difference is is that for for whatever reason. Like there, there is like a a group of people that get behind a rap artist, right? Like really strongly, mm -hmm. rock artists are like, yeah, we don't give a fuck, right? Right. Like they don't care. Like we we just do our own thing. Yeah. You have your own. You have your own fucking crew. Yeah. So, so I want I want to know about that. Why why how, why is that in the culture how, of of rap artists? Because that's not in the in the rock culture at all. So okay. So I'll be. I'll be clear in saying that I'm not technically a rap artist, but I am very involved in the hip-hop culture. I'm an R&B artist, but I do understand what you're saying. 
what that comes from is um in hip hop it is very important to acknowledge where you're from because that's what gives you the credibility for it because rap is like a, a grassroots it, it it really started in the hood it really started in in um the black and brown neighborhoods of the Bronx and um and New York and you know you know and it and it is just spread like wildfire so when New York was popping um then um LA saw what they were doing and and then they brought their own thing and then the gangster rap started and then um and then around that time is when uh the south like Houston and you know all of these guys like and, and I'm talking about the 80 86 87 um when NWA was becoming a thing and the ghetto boys were also becoming a thing in 87 88 something like that um it's it's very imperative to really talk about and understand where you're from so if you know when you got um KRS-One coming from the Bronx where hip hop started you know um the Bronx is going to get behind it's like a village like they get behind the person that that that's doing what they do and then at that time like there's maybe there's a guy from Brooklyn um I believe Rakim is from Brooklyn um or Big Daddy Kane one of them uh, they might both be from Brooklyn actually I you can fact check me guys I'm sorry but um but and then it goes down to even to the neighborhoods of like okay this guy's from the this project this guy's from Harlem and all that kind of stuff, and then they get behind it, and then um, you know, you got NWA. Everybody's from Compton, and so if that's the first thing that represents you guys, it's like, oh, we're Compton. They talking about where we're from. We know about these streets that they're talking about. We know about um, uh, what the crack epidemic has done to us. We know about um, um, the gangbang you know, culture and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Like, that's a that's a part of our situation. And they're talking about where it relates to us. And in Houston, when the Ghetto Boys came out or or um, um any one of those guys, so, like, you got Scarface talking about he's from Sunnyside. So it's like everybody from Sunnyside is like, well, or, or South Acres. And everybody's like, well, I'm from Sunnyside. So, boom, like, well, like you got Willie D from Fifth Ward. And, and everybody from Fifth Ward is like, oh, you know, this. And, and then at, and as a whole, everybody can come together and say, these guys are from Houston. They're repping Houston. And so we got to push them to be whoever it is. That's why every time you hear somebody from Chicago, a rapper from Chicago, Chicago's behind that, that rapper, unless they've done something that's just, like, un- inexcusable, and they, and they get behind that city. And, and nowadays it's a little different because there's some artists that you never really even know where they're from because they don't really make that type of – they don't really make the music that's conducive to the sound or, or anything like that. I think like it's that. interesting, though, because you have people like uh... – for instance, you mentioned ZZ Top earlier, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a Houston band. But right. They're a band from Houston. Right. But they wouldn't consider them like a fucking the sound of Houston. Right, right, right. right. It's like oh. Travis Scott. Like I wouldn't contribute. I like like I I love Travis Scott's you know all that shit he's done, but like right. it's not necessarily Houston music. Right, right, right. Now it is a dude from Houston, mm-hmm. but it's not like uh what like I. I would listen to, or what I hear. Not that I don't listen to it, but mm-hmm. I, I thought like what I just pull up on my phone. You know, um, what's interesting is that it seems as if like uh, like shit, fucking like people are really working fast in the city. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like in this city, 
Right. And like, of course, New York and Chicago and X, Y, and Z, but it's like uh, way more fast and like more often than like uh, pop music happens or whatever. Like right. we're more on the ground DIY. Like we'll do it together. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like uh, our show coming out with things with Todd and whatever. It's like mm-hmm. us and our boy like doing a thing together. You know what yeah. I mean? Like our homie and having a good time. Just yeah. like drinking beer and like fucking chilling and talking shit. Yeah. And it was a good time. But like I don't think that you could find that in a lot of cities. I think that it's very unique for Houston to have like uh, culture to where like you're even interviewing us, right? You know what I mean? Like this is this is this right here is yeah. a crazy thing because there's no real dialogue between because even in Houston there's not a lot of dialogue between um, the hip hop or the R and B culture as um, goes to the rock and roll culture or the. Or well, the, I think it's just art. I think it's like just yeah. creating art, and people get like really twisted. Like yeah, you know, like you're like you're. You're my fucking homeboy. We've done each other for fucking probably 10 years. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, this is crazy, you know? And so, like, with that being said, uh, we're just making music. If you were painting. Right. Same thing as making art. If you were taking photos. Yeah. Like Greg does, you know? It's like, we're just making art. If you're doing what Todd or Les or Slim does or Arian does, you know what I mean? We're just making art. Right. Like, if we can have this support system then we'll do well it's crazy but, that we have like a network and we're we're just now starting to do things together yeah you know what i'm saying like it's a it's it's it, it it's kind of um it's good and bad because it's something that we could have been doing a long time ago but it's also something that now it's like it feels like a good time to do it because now is a good as, as good a time as there's ever been to be an artist because of the resources that you have. I mean, I always say that there's no way that you're going to I'm pushing back an album as long as I got Wi-Fi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can't like I can just put it out on my own if I need to. Yeah, yeah. And, you know. And maybe there's a situation where, you know, Jack Freeman can say, I know this guy and, you know, um, and I go to this person and, and, you know, I say, hey, man, you should check out Wolves. And, and you know, if you're trying to get into to rock and all that stuff, get, you know, check these guys out. And then maybe they can then book you guys for shows or whatever it is that they do. And then on the on the other end, it's just like, hey, if you're looking for an R&B artist, then you Absolutely. Know, Jack is that guy. And then, but as you and I both know, like, uh, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, we're in the entertainment business. Yes, you know what I mean. So, like, m- of course, we're in the same. You know, we do the same thing. Yeah, all of us. Yeah. And so, uh, like, having you, if you look at any, any record that's probably hitting some sort of like chart. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's not just like the same dipshits involved. Right? right. 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 There's more fucking hands in this pie than just yeah. a couple of assholes like pressing the space bar on their fucking MacBook. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. So now, with that being said, like you know, everything fucking melts. You know, like if you're a country artist, yeah, maybe it's not a fucking a country song, but you have an idea of what works and what's not. Right. Right. As you, you start on everything in the fucking world. I see mm-hmm. you on records. That I'm like, I buy them out of the store. I'm yeah. like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, like, it's scrolling through like the screen on my fucking car or yeah. your car, Zach. I don't have a screen on my car. Yeah. But um, uh, I see him like Jack. Really? Holy shit! But yeah. we're on the podcast. You know, like it's like it's all it's all 
combined. It's all like the same fucking thing. It's making art. Like right. the guy that did our record, Shelby Holy, the guy that did the artwork, right? Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't like make album art for a living. Right. He's just an artist. He's just an artist. And, and you're he... just an artist and you're a fucking artist. Like, I mean, we're in a we're in your clothing store. You know what I mean? Like, this is dope. We yeah. make art. And so like all you have to do is support each other's making art. And like some people you just cannot support. There's yeah. some people that you like are ah, no. There's some where you're just like, ah, I yeah. can't do that. You're a I'm... goon. Or, like, you're saying some fucking crazy shit. I'm not yeah. fucking with that. Or you're just an asshole. Uh, boom. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? But, like, like, for more often than not, like, thank you for having us on the fucking podcast. Absolutely, you man. Know? It's like, this is... Absolutely. Like... We've done a lot of interviews. This is the first podcast we've ever been on, and it's been great. Yeah. And, like, it's... Because we're, you know, been doing homies for 10 years, you know? Yeah. And, and, it's, just, and it's just always been, like, a... Um, like I said, it's always just been something that has to do with like timing and, and just being able to um now that we've figured out so many ways that we can express ourselves and, and um and really do this like because podcasting for me is like it's pretty dope. I get to have conversations with my friends and it just so happens that my friends do great things. Like my friends are doing things that that I'm not even doing. You know what I mean? Not and sometimes in the podcast I get information from people that like I heard some stuff from Slim that he doesn't even notice and and if he listens to this podcast, like he he doesn't know this, but like there was a lot of stuff in that podcast that I needed to hear just for myself and just to be able to like continue to go throughout when I'm throughout throughout my day and you know, stuff like that. Same thing with Arian. Arian said some things that I was just like, that makes a lot of sense. And um and it's just the and, and, and even with you guys, like the way that you know, even the the transparency of you guys coming in and you're just like, look, we're not sugarcoating anything. We got a shitty van that we travel in. Yeah, we uh, we all got day jobs. We he's about to have a kid. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like everybody's taken except Zach, and everybody has their own their own situation that they deal with, and and it lets me know. Like I like to be around like-minded people because it lets me know that I'm probably not alone and because you that right there that you already just said it you fucking made the mission statement of the podcast right there yeah you're not alone and that's the that's the glory of a podcast right it's the glory of every podcast like we've we've all found our one and like I guarantee you you can find your friend that just like showed you the podcast you need to listen to yeah, like these guys all showed me the podcast I have to listen to. Yeah, and sure enough, like I listen to them and they make me feel like I'm at home. Right, yeah. and they, and and it's 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 really about just like understanding, you know, because we may not we may not, you know, in music I always say that like we're all like you said we do the same thing, it's just that our process is different, and our influences are different. Like if you gave me five or six punk rock bands, then there's a good chance that four of them, four to five of them, I don't know. I've never even heard of them. (laughs) But, you know, like, we can all learn off of each other from it, you know, because, like Drew was saying earlier, like, we kind of play off the rap game a little bit, like, doing shit like how uh, rap artists, like, promote their shit, like, you know. The uh, hustle, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we can all learn off each other, and I I think that a lot of people, like, don't try to put all that shit together. Like, they want to keep everything separate. Like, mm-hmm. this is how rock and roll people do things. This is how rap artists do things. Mm-hmm. This is how R&B artists do things. Like, we can all work together and, like, really, like, 
push each other, mm-hmm. like to be fucking great. Yeah, you know. And if we're all behind each other, like it's fucking rap. So how does rock music return back to the prominence that I've seen over the years? Like how do how do they do that? Because they've kind of fallen into like a like everything has kind of gone into like a pseudo pop situation and you know that kind of thing. Like how does how does a person um how does how does rock return back to um the prominence that it had? I don't I don't think that like that's uh I, I don't know. I think that you should just make songs. Make good right. music. Right? Like uh it's not necessarily a rock thing or like uh hey I'm I'm making a song or X, Y, and Z. Because um, you fall victim to uh the the words you put around the thought you're trying to make, right? And so like uh you wanna make a song, make a song. If it has to be heavy, then it's heavy. If it's not heavy, it's not heavy. Who cares? Right? Like you're just making music. And uh, that's what I find most interesting about uh, musicians and what I like the most about people that even make art in any way, if it's graphic, if it's fucking musical, if it's uh, you're writing a book, whatever it might, you know, whatever it might be, uh, is that you're like trying to find some way to connect to me and you having a conversation, right? right. It's built more upon our connection than just me glorifying myself, right. you know? So, like, if a song sucks, a song sucks. Right. You know? A song's good, a song's good. That's all that matters. If you don't like if you don't like songs because you don't like it, it's a fucking, like, a, a fucking acoustic guitar, then you're probably fucking an idiot. You know? If you don't <laughs> yeah. like a song because it has a fucking piano and you don't want to hear a piano and a girl singing, then you're a fucking idiot. Right. So, like, just if you like music, you like music. If you don't, you don't. And if you don't, then you're not going to like our band. Hey, like so, music, bro. Y'all yeah. like music. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all listen to music, man. Yeah, y'all listen to music, man. <laughs> I know a guy. That's a callback. That's yeah. a callback right there. Nah, man. I, I, um, I'm glad we had this conversation. I'm glad we could do it over drinks, man. We've got a lot. There's a lot of Lone Star beer cans in here. Um, there's a lot of Rattler. There's only four, four Lone Star beer cans. That is a uh, lie. There's twenty, thirty, <laughs> maybe fifty. I don't know. So. So there's there's two sides of a story and then there's the truth. So the truth <laughs> is that there are uh, ten beer, eleven, twelve, twelve beer cans in here, and there's an empty bottle of uh, Devil's River bourbon whiskey, and um, brunch is still going on for another ten minutes. All right, let's do this one thing. I just want to do one thing. Okay. With yes. Jack. All right. All right. You. Start the note, and then we're on a five-part oh harmony. God. This bad boy. Oh yeah. my God! Can we please? So we're gonna do this yeah, right now this. Jack, with you as the bass okay. note. Right. All right. Are you gonna join it's in? Six-part harmony. All right. Wait, All wait, right. Wait. Jack, are you? No, no. He's he's gonna start. He's gonna be the B A S E. The bass okay. note. Okay. You choose, or do you want do you want one of them to choose? Do you want me to choose it? Who do you want to do? You you guys choose. All right. Other than me, uh, Fuck, Jack, we fucked this up. All right. All right, Jack, you right. started off. Hold on, one more time. All right. Jack, one more time. Jack. Now, All everyone right. do an awesome Yeah, I did. What song? What song? You want me to do a song that I wrote? No. No, no, don't do, just yeah, do a song. Yeah, do a song. Yeah, just do a song. Do a song. What song? All right. 
right. This is this is gonna be the first time we ever did song. We did me and J- me and Greg did a freestyle. That's two ah. on one on episode is two and six. Episode six. Are we six? Six. This is episode six. Yeah, episode are six. We, that's wait, two on one. Are we singing with you or are we are not? We that's not. that makes up. Damn it. You guys can do harmonies in the background, and I'll do. All right. Um. <laughs> yo, <laughs> this is funny. All right. I got a bottle of your favorite brown liquor. It's right here. Yeah. All I need is for you to make a trip and be right here. Yeah. Uh. You're my like a paint the perfect picture. It's right here. Mm. Right here. Right here. All I need is for you need to be right here. Yeah. I hope you ready. Girl, don't act like that. I need you to come over, girl. You know I mean you hang. Yeah. That must be jelly. This jam don't shake like that. Girl, before it's over, I'm going to show you a few things. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> because I got the love, got and the you love. got what I need. Uh, I and need. baby, you got the love. I need that. I know love. it's for me. Uh, and baby, I got the love. I got the something love. to see. Uh, and baby, you got the love. So come and bring it to me. To do the ooh. Bring it to me. I got a bottle of your favorite brown liquor. It's right here. Mm. All I need is for you to make a trip and be right here. Mm. You might like a paint the perfect picture. It's right here. Too much liquor in this. Girl, I love you and I miss you and I need you to be right here. Mm. Right here. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. That was fun. I don't know. That's how we're gonna end the show. Yeah. Right there. I don't know if you're single at all, but damn. I wish he was. (laughs) I'll go home with you. Shit! I'll go home with you. Yo, man, thank you guys so much for coming through. Thanks for tolerating. Thanks for tolerating. Man, let's drink all that of our half empty beers. Oh, he killed a bottle. That rules. We just cleared that bottle. Yeah. We ran through a bottle of Devil's River. Yeah. We ran through a bottle of, uh, we ran through like, you guys ran a, through a case of Lone Star. And, um, don't tell them, they'll make us pay for it. Uh, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. They could sue us if they want to. <laughs> so, man, I want to thank We Were Wolves, man. Um, go ahead and plug your next few shows, man, if you guys are going to do Yeah, yeah. We have some shows coming up this summer, but until then, we're writing a new record. So, dope. Uh, dope. It'll be out here, hopefully, uh, before we start playing these shows. So, yeah. We'll be done soon. Check out uh, Empty Plans on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon. Our website, wewerewolvestx.com. Mm-hmm. Hit us on any of the social medias. Um, we're Freak of Leaks. 
So, um, frequently. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us in the DM, One slide right in. Yeah. Hit us in the DM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Buy our shit, and then uh, we'll see you at our next show. Stay in touch. Um, uh, this will probably be after South by when it drops. But, we'll, um, but I'm going to be at South by. We're going to be at South by. We're playing 15 shows. You guys are playing 15 shows? Yeah, 15 shows. That's a lot. Nah, for real. So every day from the beginning of the gaming part or the, the interactive. Fuck, yeah, yeah, interactive, all the way to the end and the very last day we're playing two in a row. So, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Every night hit us at Styles will be there at 1 a.m. I think I'm only doing four. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll link well, so up. So far, I'm doing four. We'll yeah. definitely link up. Yeah, let's do it. Hang out. Um, there's a good chance that we could be out podcasting. <laughs> On a whole day. We might take a whole day and start We'll be there. And so we'll just go bring some guys in and maybe bring you guys back. Yeah. And, um, you know. If not, we'll be here. If there, it'll be even better. Because we'll, we should be there already, but probably if you can drive us, it'd be, it'd be cool for us. <laughs> right, our luck with vans and stuff, we're bad, yeah. <laughs> you guys got to stop buying uh, rapey vans. Shitty-ass vans? Yeah. yeah. No, you guys are buying a... You guys are they buying Volkswagen vans, vans. Yeah, we had like the police like auction vans. Like someone's yeah. been murdered in here. Paddy oh, we'll wagons. Take it. Yeah, we'll take that. Paddy wagons. Yeah. 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 Whatever, man. It's full of patty melts. <laughs> but Todd Todd draws <laughs> patty melts. Yeah, Todd Todd's patty wagon is a, a van a, full of patty a, a melts. Patty melts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's good. And thank God. Todd's van. Todd's paddy wagon is a van full of patty milk. His, he should have a, a food truck. It's a burger truck. Oh, oh Todd's paddy wagon. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That, that, oh, no. Like, Todd and, um, and Tubo are, like, trying to rev up to, like, really roast me because they want to roast me and you. Greg roasted the shit. Uh, they deserve oh, it. We get yes, they deserve it. Absolutely, they deserve it. I'm trying to tell them that that they deserve it, but you know it's whatever. Uh, Tubo's a mental midget, so he. Just, oh. <laughs> that's what it is. That's the problem, right yes, there. Yes, yes. He's a problem with uh with people of average height. Yeah. So. <laughs> and and Todd is has a problem with people of average weight. And um, <laughs> that was the best joke of the night. Yeah. Holy shit, we were waiting for that. All Todd is night. um Todd doesn't miss a meal. So thank you guys, man. I appreciate it. This is the Jack of thank All you. Trade podcast. I had a great time. This is my first time actually drinking on the podcast. This is another yeah. first. So thank you to my lovely group of white people. My first group of white people. Thank you for letting you guys are us making be white, white, white history. White. You're welcome. Brian Harmony. One, two, three. You're, You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> that was great. That's dope, man. Thank you guys so much, man. We out of here. On the ride, you better make up your mind and choose up. If you wanna roll in the passenger seat of my car, you better make up your mind and choose up.